Hello, wonderful world of the internet. This is my podcast, Projecting Passion. And it's all about the things in life that we as human beings are so passionate about. Friends, family, faith, careers, hobbies, relationships. We want to talk about it all. This is the place to have those fun and crazy conversations. So I'm your host, Jared Nissen, and you are listening to Projecting Passion. So this is it. We're starting. This is the first podcast. Um... So, my name is Jared, as you would have heard from the intro, and I'm starting a podcast. This might not be the first episode that gets released, but this is the first episode I'm recording. Mm-hmm. And today I'm here with a friend of mine, Matea. Would you like to introduce, introduce yourself? Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, my name is Matea. Uh, I am 23, and I'm originally from Canada. Mm. been living in Australia for the past year and a little bit now, and... Yeah, loving it, <laughs> loving life. <laughs> yeah, so Mateo and I met not long ago now. How many no. months, maybe? Like it feels like forever ago. It feels like a long time. But ago now. Yeah. no, probably been like four months ago. Maybe like six. No, this has been six. I think it's like six. Oh yeah. wow, okay, yeah, <laughs> like half a year oh ago now. Yeah, okay. But wow. I mean, it feels like a lot longer than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how did we meet? Do you remember? Uh, we met at Faith and Foam. Yes, yes. Yeah. So Faith and Foam is something that our church does where every single Sunday before church, we go down for a surf. Um, we go down to Trig Beach here in Perth City and have a surf, have a coffee, meet with some friends, just create community. It's a good time. And so, yeah, that's what we yeah. met. How did you get invited to that? Yeah, so um, actually one of my friends, Bridget, we were um, out one night and she uh, was like, oh, I really want to start learning to surf more. And she said, she's like, I found this group and, but it's a group of Christians. And I was like, so Bridget, my friend Bridget is not a Christian, but, uh, she, and those damn Christians, <laughs> she's like, so I don't know if I really want to go. I don't know. And I was like, oh, cause I had been kind of leaving my, um, party stage, I guess we'll call it. <laughs> um, and <laughs> wanting to get back, um, into a church and into a Christian community. So when she said, oh, it's a group of Christians that surf on Sunday mornings, I was like, oh, hold up. Oh, man, okay. that's my crowd. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, this sounds like a place I want to be. Um, so yeah, I came uh, with her that Sunday and didn't know anybody, but I think you, it was just me and her and Harry for like the first solid <laughs> two hours. Oh, it was one of those ones, one of the really small ones. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think I remember that one. I yeah. think I remember rocking up. Did anyone else rock up or just me? Was it the first? Uh, Rach, Rach rocked up a little up. bit later and another friend of ours (laughs) harry's fiance oh yeah (laughs) newly engaged um and maybe did emma i don't know emma may have showed up too i have no idea anyways that's where we met (laughs) but we met there we met uh surfing so that's fun yeah except Um, i've actually surfed before (laughs) so (laughs) i have i've done a couple not at faith and foam funny enough (laughs) But I have done a couple surf lessons. I'm not great. I prefer just to go watch um, you guys surf and um, go for a swim. And, and enjoy the cool vibes. Enjoy the cool yes. vibes, yes. Well, I mean, to be fair, out of the about 30 people that chop and change with Faith and Foam, there are like three good surfers. <laughs> and but I'm not, not one wrong. of them. <laughs> I've stood up a handful of times. Like, I can count it on both my hands how many times I have stood up on a surfboard. Good, um, but it's fun. We love some good whitewash. Yes, <laughs> yes, we do. In the surfing kind, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mateo, would you like to 
tell me a bit or tell the viewers a bit about where you're from? Because I'm sure they can tell you've got a bit of an accent. So yeah. Explain how you end up in the mythical lands of Australia. Mm, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, from Canada, um, Ontario, to be exact. Um, to be exact, exact, from a little town called Hanover. Um, <laughs> cool name. <laughs> um, grew up there my whole life and uh, had, well, actually had a full-time job there. Was set, um, had, you know, benefits, um, retirement savings, all that, all those perks that come along with full-time jobs. And I was like, oh, I was, oh and I was also engaged. <laughs> that, <laughs> was engaged. that happened. <laughs> I was engaged to be married, um, and yeah, I kind of, I had gone to Europe on a little Europe trip, um, the summer of 2019, and then I came home and I was like, oh, I, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore, I don't want to be in this job anymore, I, I need to get out, and I was like, I need to just leave, so Would you I... say that was because, like, you had a taste of the world and, like, going out and traveling? I, I think it's part of it, and I think... Unfortunately, being away from um, my partner at the time kind of made me realize that I didn't have those romantic feelings for him anymore. And it was all mm. just kind of friend friend love that I had for him. Mm. Um, Would you say it was like it was comfortable and easy as well? Mm, with him? Or just it was familiar and like you yeah, were it was in familiar. the routine? Yeah, just... so that's why I didn't want to leave. So I've been with him for four years um, mm. since high school. Um, so he was the only thing I ever knew and yeah, I was right. just well. kind of like oh man I'm if I don't leave I'm gonna be here for the rest of my life <laughs> midlife crisis at 20 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so oh my poor my poor family I was home for maybe a week mm-hmm. and um I was like hey mom dad uh I'm gonna move to Australia <laughs> They were like, oh, are, are, you, are you are you sure? Like, is that a good idea? And I was like, well, I've got a family I'm going to go live with, and I bought a plane ticket. So. Damn. So you'd like, you did it, and then you told them about it. Um, I, well, I think I told my mom, because I tell her everything. She's my best mm. friend. But yeah, I kind of told everyone else a little bit. Right. Yeah. And for the smoothest segue you've ever heard, would you say that that was a bit of like a fate step? Coming yeah. Coming over to Australia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that's a fake step, Because yes. <laughs> that is what we're talking about today. Mm. Um, Mateo and I are here to talk about huge faith steps and how they can change your life and how these faith steps come from God and come from people and kind of combine and mission match into this big, scary, but also rewarding and incredible time where when you listen to God and you take those faith steps, incredible things happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, what happened when you moved over here? Did you come straight to Perth, WA, or...? I did come right to Perth, um, and I've been here since. We love <laughs> Corona. How long has it been? Yeah. Um, I get, yeah, so I came in August of 2019, mm-hmm. so it's been a little bit over a year. And right now, it is January of 2021. Yeah. Crazy to say 2021. <laughs> I know. Dang. Yeah, far out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy so times. It's been good, yeah. So... To get into the faith steps, I guess, yeah. let's start with building up to what you started doing when you got here, I guess. Like, what did you start working? What did you start doing? So when I first got here, I was mm-hmm. an au pair for seven months, mm-hmm. which is like a live-in nanny, um, which was a good stepping stone mm-hmm. into Australia, but not something I want to do <laughs> <laughs> for my whole life. Um, 
you good know, season. Good, good se- it was a <laughs> good Christians season. Love to say season. <laughs> good season. It's a good season, and well, and actually, unfortunately, in that season of my life, I did kind of fall into some bad habits and kind of away from the church, and mm. um, yeah, not not in the best place in my life. But, um, all, but learning. <laughs> all learning experiences. It's okay. We move forward. Um, <laughs> But, and then, so after that, I had to go do three months of farm work, um, to get... Oh, you've my, actually done it before. I have done it. Oh, how was that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's where I kind of changed my life around. Right. Um, and cause I was so isolated. It was just me on this farm. Um, this was like right in the middle of like when COVID was like just starting. True, so like yeah. everything was in lockdown. So I couldn't even get back to Perth to visit anybody. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah, so I just lived on this farm. I was rock picking and rock picking, rock picking. Okay, please give me some context. What is rock picking? Rock picking is literally just going out into these huge paddocks mm-hmm. and driving around this little quad bike and picking rocks up rocks that I guess I don't know if the I don't know Are farmers are gonna come at me. I don't know if it's like because <laughs> the tractors are gonna like. It's something to do with the tractors can't go over the rocks. Right. That makes sense, actually. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, so I just would pick up big rocks all day for nine hours straight by myself. Well, so I can think of worse things to do. And I mean, it's kind of a decent reason. Yes. Yes. You were about to say I got really. Um, oh, I got really close to God in those <laughs> times because I was just, was so... just on the back of the quad bike, <laughs> <laughs> like... chilling with me. It's just vibing. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Oh, that's a good rock. Pick up that rock." <laughs> Picked up a rock and he was like, "See that rock? Six months from now, your faith is going to be as solid as that <laughs> rock." <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, but explain that. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, because I was so. I just, like, I just had so much time to think, and mm-hmm. I was just, like, I had this moment, actually, like, I think I was in the paddock one day, and I was just, like, having a, like, I was, had worship music on, and then I was just, like, oh, my gosh, like, what am I doing? <laughs> what, what am I doing with my life? Like, I was just, like, I am not living for God at all. Like, I am just, just being a lukewarm rocks. Christian, really. Mm-hmm. And actually, I had a, oh, yeah, I had a dream. Oh, um, that Jesus came back. Oh, right. And I was being a lukewarm Christian and he was like, yes, see, see ya. See ya. <laughs> that is a hectic dream. Yeah. Have to so it, I was just like, I need to make some changes. Like mm. this needs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was kind of my pivotal, pivotal mm. point, I guess. And then I came back and I lived in Fremantle for mm. a little bit. Um, so you're a full-time hipster, full-time hipster. <laughs> <laughs> Loving that for you. Um, And I worked as a nanny, which I still am actually with that family now, but I live out nanny, so it's a lot less hectic. Um, And yeah. So when did you start your bar work? Or do you want to talk about that? Oh, yes. Yes. That's, yes. That's what else. Yes. So um, when I was doing my nanny job, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I kind of need a little bit more money. And, um, I, my friend worked at this bar in Scarborough and I was Mm -hmm. like, great. Can you get me a job? She's like, yep. Um, so I literally sent in my resume, got a call from the manager the next day and he had me on that Saturday night. Oh, wow. Um, and 
Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, man. Working in a bar is a different kind of work. Oh, my goodness. Like, it's just... It's very fast-paced. It's very... Um, just emotionally and like mentally exhausting too because you're just, you're dealing with intoxicated people all night oh, yeah. you're dealing with people who just yeah i don't i just not, <laughs> it's not a fun time um but i was like no i need this money i need this job like it's okay it'll be fine and mm-hmm. i that's what i just told myself every single time was money like the main motivator money for that? was the main oh, motivator yeah. for that absolutely because oh, yeah. it was good pay like when you work in a bar you get some <laughs> good pay and you get tips and you get um, yeah, all those perks. Uh, and the staff was lovely, and so I was like, you know what, it's okay. Like, I can stick it out. But on every single time I went into a shift, I just got, a, like, a major panic attack. Really? Like, every single time, I'd sit in my car, like, five minutes before my shift, and I would just have to breathe, breathe myself, like, through a panic attack. And I was like, oh. what is going on? Like, why? I was like... I was like, no, just because I get nervous and I just, I thought it was nerves. I was like, oh, but I was like, two months in, I'm like, I shouldn't be nervous <laughs> yeah, geez, <two> months <laughs> to, go, job. to go into this job anymore. Did you eventually figure out what it was that was causing that? Well, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I met like, so we had met at Faith and Foam, but then I came to church. So there mm-hmm. was one specific night that, um, I think actually my, maybe it was my first time coming to church, mm. like actually to Everlife, because... I remember, yeah, because I remember I had a shift that night after church. Right. Um, <laughs> so I straight had, from church to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean to work. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, and I remember being like, you were in this. We were in like a little group of people. And we were chatting, and then I was like, oh no, I have to get going soon. Like it's almost time for my shift, and. You were like, oh, where do you work? And I was like, a bar, and I really don't like it, and I just don't know what to do, and I have so much anxiety. And then you were like... I was still working at the time, right? That the I think you had just quit. I just quit. Okay, I'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So I, six months ago now, was working at a bottle shop, very similar to a bar, um, and I was also working in a particular suburb where things are pretty crazy at night time. Um, I won't name the suburb just because I'll feel bad. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, um, I was working at a bottle shop for over a year and I was feeling very much the same in the sense of even though I was making really good money, I was working pretty much full time and I was very stable. It just felt like I was in the wrong place. Like mm-hmm. I was not supposed to be here and it just wasn't lining up with church and where I was at with my walk with God at the time and my faith and all of it. It was just a mess <laughs> all in my brain. And, um, yeah, as you said, I had just quit my job because for at least a month before I actually quit, God was just screaming at me to quit my job. He was just like, quit your job, quit your job, quit your job. And I was like, yeah, nah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no thanks. Um, I'm good. I think I'll just, uh, you know, stay where it's nice and safe and nice and chill. And, you know, I haven't got anything lined up. So, and, um, I put myself in this mindset of like, I will get something lined up and then I'll quit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd even spoken to my pastor and to other people and they were like, get something lined up or like have a plan or do something before you quit. And I was like, that's really good advice. I'm going to listen to that. And then I went to work the next day and God was like, no, <laughs> no, you're going to quit. And I was like, please don't make me do this. Um, but eventually I gave in and I was like, fine, God, I will listen to you. I will quit, but you better, you better have some crazy stuff planned for me. And so then I quit and, (laughs) 
and hilariously enough, it was like the next day or so when you were complaining about your job and I was like, just quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, Jared's like, yeah, I, you know what? You just need to get out of that environment. Like, yeah, just quit. Like, it's the best thing you can do. And I was like, no, nah, I need to have something lined up. I was like, there's no way I like, I need this extra income. Because at the time I was saving for yoga teacher training, which is another, <laughs> that's another tangent. But um, I was like, no, I need this money. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know how I just kept sticking it. I was like, no, I need this money. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. I just need to stick it out for a few more months. But I, as I like stayed in the job, like the anxiety just kept getting worse and worse and the panic attacks lasted longer. And I started getting some during shifts and just, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is not, this is not okay. And then I remember being in worship one day. Um, and then God was like, quit your job. Like mm-hmm. you need to leave the bar. And I was like, oh. I just, like, it was, just, it's just such a hard mm-hmm. decision when you don't have anything lined up Mm. Um, I think that's so important to like have that distinction as well of when God was telling you to quit and when it was like anxiety and stuff because God doesn't give you anxiety exactly God doesn't give you stress God doesn't give you these things but he gives you solutions to them exactly so it was like you were feeling all these emotions and these fears and all these things and God wasn't like putting these on you to get you to quit your job God was like I see my child who is struggling like Mm. here is your solution yeah um and so it's just a taking that faith step, grabbing that and just running with it. Yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, I got home that night and I was like, God, are you sure? Like, are you sure you (laughs) want me to quit? And then I like opened my Bible and it was Isaiah 55 verse two. And he's like, and it says, why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? And I was like, Oh, (laughs) okay. So it's like straight in the face. (laughs) And I was right. I'm like, I'm putting... Because I wasn't sleeping well. I was maybe, like, for the however long I was at the bar, I was running off of four hours of sleep every single day. I did not feel like myself. I couldn't give any of myself to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, couldn't serve in the church. Like, couldn't do anything. Because I just was spending so much of my time and energy on this bar job. So I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, I remember we were on a road trip, actually. Mm-hmm. And I quit that like when we were in the <laughs> on car the on the road trip yeah we got to give a little more context to this okay. but yeah we were on a road trip um we went on a day trip somewhere with a few friends or just one other friend actually yeah just the three of us yeah, yeah. we went on a trip and i think i like kind of convinced you to send the message <laughs> in the car to your boss <laughs> i was like message your boss do it now and you did like you sent a text message to your boss saying like hey i'm not gonna be coming in anymore because it was a casual job right it was so a you, casual you could job. do that you could just be well like, i gave him two weeks because i was like i felt I also, I'm a big people pleaser, <laughs> and I was very, very concerned about how he was going to react, mm. even though I shouldn't have been. But, um, but yeah, so I gave him two weeks' notice, and he actually responded with like a lovely message right. and was com- totally understanding, which I was like, oh, okay, sick. Um, this is fine. And then, yeah, so then we went about our day, and then on the way home, <laughs> <laughs> I get a phone call, and this um, acai place <laughs> that I had applied to like three weeks prior um called me and was like hey um we'd love to have you in for a trial shift this week would you be keen and I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> like what so it's literally just like I had to 
Like, God wasn't going to give me that job until I stepped out in faith and quit the job that wasn't right for me. Yeah. Which is... And you're still working that job right now. I'm still working that job right yeah. now. Yeah. And you love it. I do love it. <laughs> it's great. No anxiety there. <laughs> I don't know if you're serious or not. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm very serious. No, it's a good job. I love it. But yeah, um, I mean, that's such a cool example of like God just saying like, take this faith step. I have something right there for you. Yeah, um, which is, oh, it's so hard to do. It's that, so hard to do. It blows my mind. Um, and I mean, it's not always like that. It's not always this like no. instant payoff as well. No. Like, even for me, <laughs> I, when I quit my job, I didn't work for four months. <laughs> um, but God still provided. Yeah. I was so and... looked after yeah. by God. Um, it's <laughs> such a very different journey um, for sure. But I kind of needed that four months to not be mm. working in a sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was like the seconds that I quit my job that just amazing things started happening in my life, which is kind of funny. It's like, I felt like I was doing so much more, even though I had so much less. I was yeah. like, I started doing crazy things like rock climbing, mm. um, which yep. I'd never done before. Um, yep. I started diving headfirst into church. I joined youth again, which I hadn't done in months. Um, yeah. I just kind of went all out in a sense for the things that I was really passionate about yeah. and God created space and room for that by getting me out of that job and still keeping me like financially stable through the whole thing. Um, and yeah, it just kind of like, God works miracles. Like, yes. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. Like, I don't know how I made my savings last nearly five months living off nothing but my savings for that long. And I had car trouble during that time and like all these things. And it just worked out. Everything that just worked out. I don't know. <laughs> like, all I can say is after this crazy season of just putting so much faith and trust in God, I will never hesitate again. Like mm -hmm. never. Next time mm -hmm. God says to do something, I'm like, I'm there. Like yeah, I'll be I'm there before he tells me to do it. Like, I will never hesitate again because God's just yeah. showing how faithful he is. And just like. As hard yeah. as it is, there's, if you look back, there's never been a time that he fails. Right. But never. like we always. But we always question it. <laughs> We're like, but how, God, how can you be, mm. like, how can this be good for me? And he's like, oh, just, just we wait. Right. So I read this book a while ago called mm. The Heavenly Man. It's an incredible book. Um, absolutely awesome. But there was one part at the very beginning where um, the main, or the guy in the book, it's a true story. Um, he and his family were praying for his dad who was sick with cancer. Mm. Um, and these people are from China. And this is back in a small community they had no access to Bibles or Christianity or anything. If like anything Christian related was getting like persecuted, like hard, like proper put in prison or beaten up or like any of that. So they had oh, no wow. access to any of this. Yeah. And all they knew was the name Jesus. That's pretty much all they knew. And that Jesus saves. That's, that's all they knew. And so this family, it was like him, his two siblings and his mum, just sat around their dad and just said, Jesus save our dad all night long. They just sat there and prayed that all night long and they had full faith and then their dad woke up cancer-free. Wow. Which is, like, incredible. And something that I've learned from that, and I've spoken to so many people about this, I've just been like, they have, they had nothing but Jesus' name. Yeah. And they had so much faith that they were able to, like, call upon God to cure cancer. And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> we have the Bible. We have all these resources. We have the internet. We have everything. And we struggle with faith. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're so right. Uh, yeah. We suck. <laughs> <laughs> we really suck. And it just blows my mind that all they needed was one name and they were able to like make a miracle happen. They were able to move mountains. Like it says in the Bible, like if you have enough faith, you can see mountains move. Yeah. And we're here with like 
everything we need except faith. We don't have faith. Yep. And um, so, yeah, faith is a big one. It's mm-hmm. something that I'm really, really trying to learn to actually have, like, even with simple prayers and things like that. Yeah. It's so easy to pray a prayer and not actually have the faith behind it. Yes. You just be like, I'm praying for this, but, like, is it going to happen? Where it's just like, just... Just believe it. Just believe it. Have faith. And it's yeah. so much easier. If you ask for anything in his name and in his will, mm. it he's... He'll do it. Yeah, you know I mean? and, and it, like, it might be a little while, and you might have to wait a little bit. But and then it might come in a different form a different than you form expected. Than you think. Absolutely. But yep. it's oh, and it just blows my mind because I will still to this day I will be praying for like healing for someone, and in the back of my mind there'll be that little voice that's like, "Is it really gonna happen oh. though?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Come on, <laughs> just believe, Jared, just believe." Um, but you know, yeah, we're all humans. It comes. So. Yeah, it comes with time. But yeah, crazy faith steps are a thing. So. <laughs> I also, so I had, so I had been doing yoga very consistently, mm. very consistently. <laughs> and I, so that was one of the reasons I had the bar job was to, um, say for this yoga teacher training mm-hmm. that I was planning on doing, which would have been starting in a couple weeks actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was about, that was a lot, that was a big chunk of money. That was like four and a half grand. Um, and I, yeah, I was very set on this and I'd kind of, I guess, attached to the yoga in a way and right. kind of became, I was, yeah. Explain very, that a little bit, like attached to yoga. Um, like I kind of felt like it was part of my identity mm. in a way. And I was scared of losing that because... I had been doing it for so long and I was so mm. into it and everyone kind of knew. I told all my friends, like everyone knew I was going to be doing this yoga teacher training and I was like, oh, if I um, don't do this, then like everyone, first of all, everyone's going to think I'm a fraud. Like I just don't make, <laughs> I make plans on that I don't follow through on and I'm just so worried about what other people are thinking. Mm. And um, yeah, I didn't, and for the longest time I didn't think there was anything wrong with yoga. I was completely just like no this is fine this is just stretching there's nothing (laughs) (laughs) this is just stretching (laughs) there's nothing else oh these chants at the end oh no they're fine they're just like um for someone like me who doesn't actually know anything about yeah so i'm gonna yeah 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 yeah. so um yoga it is a lot of stretching that is a lot Mm -hmm. of it but it's they're very focused on kind of um being enlightened, I guess. And like right. finding, like finding your own path. You're on your, like you do everything yourself. You don't need anybody else. Nobody else. Like, so, so it's not based on any faith, any religion, no, nothing like that. No, no. Oh, the universe, the I uni- guess. It's based so on people, the universe. Based on the universe. Oh, okay, um, the universe has your back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so they would do a lot of chant, chants, um, which are kind of like, or not really a chant, but like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Like, at the end, like, you know, the ums and, like, those kind of things. Um, So, and I would join in on those, and I'd be like, that's fine. Um, And then we, like, say namaste, and we, like, bow, and just kind of all these things that Mm. I just kind of brushed off. Right. And then I had had, um, it was in the same week, my dad come up to me and was like, I don't think you should be doing this mm. yoga and I was like Psh, whatever dad <laughs> I was like you don't know anything <laughs> it's fine like this is just because you were raised in a really strict church and you just think that yoga is evil it's like there's nothing wrong with it and then my um boyfriend at the time 
told me he had concerns with me doing yoga and I was mm-hmm. like okay <laughs> like I, okay like I'll um I'll think about it a little <laughs> bit more and then um I again every time I go to yoga from then on I had an anxiety and right. I was like what the heck <laughs> I see that do you see that <laughs> Come on, like, it's just, I've, I'd already, oh, and I'd already paid the four and a half grand. Oh, no. Yeah. And oh, I was no. signed up. I was the first person, one of the first people to sign up. There oh, were, and I, yeah, I had invested so much of my time into it and just, yeah, I was completely consumed with it. And so, again, I think I was in worship again and God was like, <laughs> you need to leave yoga. And I was like, oh yoga my gosh. Yoga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was the worst. <laughs> that was terrible, but it's okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, and so I was like, oh, come on. Like, are you serious? I was like, I've just spent this four and a half grand and it's non-refundable. Like, Ugh. I'm not going to get it back. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and so I just kind of, I was like, oh, no, I can't. And then, you know, you just kind of hold it in and you don't speak it mm. and you just kind of, and it's just like eating you alive and you just don't know what to, and then. So then I got in the car with, um, yeah, my boyfriend and he, I was like, I started crying <laughs> and he was like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> and I was like, I think I need to quit yoga. And I, and I was like, I can't believe I'm saying that. And I was just, I don't know why it sounds so silly, but I had such an attachment to it. Mm. And I was just like, I can't, I need, I don't know what to do. And he was like oh my gosh, like, I don't know, but I just got, like, a huge sense of relief when you said that. And I was like, okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I needed to hear. (laughs) Um, But I did too. And I was like, no, I can't do it. So Mm -hmm. I sent an email to um, the people who are in charge of the yoga, and I said, hey, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to um, pull myself out of the yoga teacher training for personal reasons. And, um she emailed back like a couple hours later and she's like no absolutely no problem at all um completely understand i will transfer you your full refund back oh wow and i was like <laughs> what dude that's i was awesome. like a non-refundable course and they just transferred me the all of it back i was just oh. like what the heck? i was like okay if that's not confirmation yeah. then i don't know what else would be but yeah, so, and since then, I've been able to kind of take a step back, and, mm. yeah, I haven't gone to classes or anything, um, mm. and, yeah, it's been good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and now, I have this extra four grand to go towards my internship with the church. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess is kind of like another step. Another faith Another faith step. Um, <laughs> so we to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so I'm gonna be doing... Um, which you are as well. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, we, our church has an internship through um, a Bible college mm-hmm. called Alpha. Yeah, Alpha, Alpha Christus. Christus. Yes. Um, should know the name. <laughs> <laughs> it took me weeks, honestly. It's such a strange name. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're starting that in, in February. Like, yeah, in about in a, a month. Weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yes, yeah, so now I have the money to pay for the first semester of that, mm. <laughs> which is exciting. Well, yeah, and on that, um, you're an international 
Yes. Yeah, so I have to pay the full fund. So you have to pay up it up front. front, which was a big roadblock for a minute there. <laughs> it was a big. <laughs> it was yep. like, oh man, I have to do this, and like, I feel like God's calling me to do this, but I can't pay for this. Yes. Um, and also the thing is that so there's two intakes, mm. um, and the first intake starts at the end of February, mm. and I was like, I was so upset because I was like, I can't start it in February because my visa. Because I'm on a working holiday visa right now. If I was to switch to a student visa now, that means I'd lose six months of time in Australia. Which, after doing all that rock picking, I don't. Want... <laughs> Listen, I worked. <laughs> I picked up so many rocks. I am not wasting that six months. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, ah, oh, but now I'm gonna miss out on all this like, all this time with all the interns. Um, but um, our pastor and. Um, the youth pastor have um, figured out a solution, so mm-hmm. I get to come still and be an intern. So I'm technically doing like an 18 month internship. Yeah, you get an extra internship. Extra internship. <laughs> you get um, to be an extra intern. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm just not studying for the first six months, mm-hmm. and then I actually can pay for each semester, um, like separately. So I only have to pay for one semester at a time, which will help yeah. me save up. Which is great and convenient and thank you, God, exactly. <laughs> for just yeah. making it all work out like you always do. <laughs> yeah. It's that thing where, like, if a certain thing you're called to do is called by God, then it'll just work out. Exactly. It's just like, and it's how you know whether or not God had his hand on it or not. Yeah. Because sometimes it's, it feels like it does and then it doesn't work out. And you're like, well, I guess God didn't have his hand on that. Because mm. if it's mm-hmm. what God wanted, he'll make it work. Like, he'll make exactly. it happen. Exactly. Um, Which is... Yeah, it's a lesson you're learning every day, you know? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I have to learn it multiple times a day because I forget. (laughs) Uh, But, but yeah, so I'm doing the same internship. I am going to be... So exciting! Yeah, studying in about a month. I'm stoked. Yeah, you're actually, like, studying, studying in about a month. Yeah, Yeah. Diploma of Leadership I start, Mm -hmm. which is... um, very exciting. Yeah, I actually just... (laughs) I'm very late to the party, but I just got the email from... Um, one of the lovely ladies who's going to be running it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Ash, she's from our church as well. She sent me through an email today, which I'm yet to reply to. <laughs> Come on, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, chased me up last week. She was like, uh, are you going to get onto this? I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'll get there. <laughs> I'm like, listen, God's called me to it. It'll work out. <laughs> <I'll> be fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was another thing that was as soon as I quit my job or during the process of me quitting my job. God was like, well, yeah, you got to quit because you're going to be doing internship and you can't do both. And so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so you've um, been set on internship for a while. I've been set on internship for like six months. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> Which okay. has been really annoyingly slow. Like I've been ready for so long now. Wow. To start. Yeah. You're probably um, yeah, itching to get started. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I was so ready to start six months ago. Now I'm just like, come on, hurry up. Yeah. I'm in such a waiting period right now. But waiting periods are okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be waiting. Um, yes. <laughs> it yes. sucks, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we love waiting periods. <laughs> but yeah, and that in itself is a huge fate step because that means that this year I'm going to be backed up with a bunch of study, which means I can't work as much. Mm. Um, and living out of home means all my money is going to be like rent and food and I'm going to be a very broke student. Yes. Um, living off two-minute noodles. So excited. <laughs> but um, I'm very lucky to have lots of people around me who love to bless me. So, mm, yes. <laughs> so hopefully they'll bless me with some meals. <laughs> so I'm not just living off Free two-minute noodles. Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess more faith steps would be just jumping into church a lot mm, more mm-hmm. because that's something that started we, when we I We have to take on 
a leadership role yes. at the internship, um, right? I've already started my leadership role. Okay. I am, yeah, Look I'm... at you, ahead of the game. You are really impatient. You are ready. <laughs> yeah, I've gone, like, headfirst in pro- into production oh, um, at church. amazing. Yeah, so I do a whole bunch of production stuff, um, from, like, the live stream to the lights to the, the cameras to all of it. Um, yeah, I just kind of rotate around, and I'm starting to lead a team. Um, I actually have to chase people up this week about... <laughs> getting onto some things and so I'm actually really excited to be stepping into that and um and I'll be taking a lot more of a leadership role in the youth team as well yeah which I'm very stoked for and um yeah all of that's kind of like entwined into a big or intertwined into a big faith step yes um because I never pictured myself doing that much church stuff Mm. when I was working Mm. before it was like worked all week um would do the dinner parties on a Thursday night um which I was like sort of co-leading one I was just kind of helping and then I'd do my thing on a Sunday and then go home and forget about it for the rest of the week. Yeah. Um, and now it's like, I, my life is church and I work on the side. Yes. It's yes, like, exactly. It's such exactly. a different Which, dynamic. Yeah. And I'd always, always been jealous of those people who that was their life. I was like, how do you get to that? But it's, it's kind of like when you're, when you're not living within God's plan for your life, you don't have the excess to give to others. Whereas when you're actually in his plan, you, you can, you're when excited, you, you want to say, yeah. and you listen. <laughs> no, but yeah. now it's the other way around. I see people who just work full-time, like my brother, he works full-time, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, how do you do that? Like, I mm-hmm. would burn out, and I would just, like, I'd be miserable, like, yeah. if I was just working all the time. Yeah. Like, I couldn't do it anymore. Like, my heart is so where I am right now that mm-hmm. it would just melt if I, like, the bad kind of melts. Yeah, yeah. If I had to go and just work full-time in something I wasn't passionate about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to be a normal person. No, being normal is overrated. I don't oh, want to yeah. be normal. What's that, financially stable? <laughs> overrated. Don't need it. Money? Nope. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, I wouldn't mind financial stability as well. You know what, Evan? It maybe, will come. It maybe. will come. But... We'll see how it goes. I hope so. I hope so. But, you know, faith. Faith. It's exactly that. I have mm-hmm. faith that I will be <laughs> not living off two minute noodles this year. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> if we were to continue on the train of faith steps, mm-hmm. um, how would you tell people to start taking faith steps and listening to these, these callings? And, like, what would your advice be? Do you have any? Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a big one. I can <laughs> start if you'd like. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the biggest thing when it comes to taking faith steps is really being sure that you're listening to God mm, and you're not mm-hmm. just following, like, just your heart or just your desires. The heart's deceitful. The heart is mm-hmm. deceitful. It says that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that was kind of a big thing for some of the more recent faith steps I've taken um, where I was like, do I want this or does God want this for me? Yes. Um, And and it's such a hard, like figuring that out. It's hard. Oh yeah. Um, Like for example, my, I'm recently into a relationship. Yes. (laughs) I love it. They're my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) And um, for a long time I was like, no, I want this. Like Mm. God doesn't want this. Um, And it was really a bit of a, like a back and forth where I was like, I want this. I was like, no, God wants this for me. And I was like, no, I want this. God wants this for me. And it was just so much discussion with people who are wiser than me, discussion with God in my quiet time and in that secret place and prayer and worship and all of the above to just really 
be sure that God was telling me to do this and it wasn't me telling me to do this. Right, um, yeah. And yeah, so I would, um, if I was going to tell people to kind of like really lean into that faith, I would start by saying, just ask questions, like not just mm. to yourself, um, but to other people, to people that you trust, people who have a lot of wisdom behind them. Yeah. Um, ask questions to God. Be like, hey God, <laughs> help. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it works. It really it, does. The it amount does. of times that like something as stupid as me being like, hey God, should I do this? And then someone like waves a stop sign in my face and I'm like, probably not. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it's, it's coming to him with those little things too, right? Mm. Like all, like just throughout the day being yeah. like every decision you make, you run it past God first, you know? Mm. Cause it's that it, when you build that habit into your life, then that's what's gonna. And you're learning to hear God's voice. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. something that a lot of people struggle with is not knowing mm. when God is talking to them. Yeah. But the Which more I still you, struggle with. I mean, me too. Who yeah. Doesn't? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. but the more you bring to God and the more answers you get, the easier it is to figure out what's God's voice and what's not. Yes. It's like with anything, the more you do it, the more comfortable you come with it. Yes. And so it's like the more, if I'm asking God about anything and everything, then yeah. the few little mm-hmm. answers I will get here and then I'll be like, yeah, that's God. That's God. That's God. That's mm-hmm. not. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, it just makes it easier to really figure that out because you're, you're learning, you're getting used to it. You're building that relationship, that trust, mm-hmm. that, you know, that essential thing that we kind of forget about. Yeah. It's not all about the religion. It's about that relationship. And just sitting in quiet yeah. too with him. Right. Like just, yeah. Well, it's like, if I'm talking to you and I ask you a question and you answer it, I'm like, yeah, Matea's telling me that because I know what Matea is like. She's in front of me. She's here. She's being real with me because I know what real Matea is like. Whereas if you don't have that relationship built with God, you're not going to know who's talking to you. Like, mm. is God talking to me right now? Am like, I talking to myself? Like, yeah. where is this coming from? Yeah. And so it's all, yeah, I guess if you want to start taking faith steps, start building that relationship first. Yes. Um, would be my advice. Completely agree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> um, Jeremiah 17. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Uh, <laughs> Don't want to follow something that's desperately sick. Isn't it so you. crazy how the world is always saying, like, follow your heart, follow your heart, follow your heart. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, mm-hmm. written in scripture from <laughs> so long ago that the heart is deceitful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. It's like, even us as Christians, we're like, follow your heart. And it's like, wait, hold on a minute. <laughs> and guard your heart. How many times God say guard your heart? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah. So easily, like, like, yep. stepped into, I guess. So easily can it be mm-hmm. grabbed onto and ripped into a direction that it shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. Poor little heart. <laughs> <We're like Mark. laughs> oh, okay well awesome yeah. i guess we'll wrap it up then yes um thank you matea so much for coming on to the first episode i've ever recorded of this podcast i'm really stoked to do more yeah oh, thanks <laughs> for having me yeah it was so much fun i loved it that's good yeah we went for 45 minutes that's pretty solid that's, that's pretty good, solid. good for a first that's podcast <laughs> well yeah um i guess this is it yeah we'll close it out thank mm-hmm. you all for listening Um, I hope you got something out of this. I hope our mumblings and ramblings and um, whatever it is we did, (laughs) I hope you, yeah, I hope you were able to get something out of it and learn something and uh, be able to pass it on to the next person. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for listening and goodbye.